Hey John, how how are you doing today? How's it going? It, it is, buddy, old pal. It's it's Wednesday. Yep. Or or as some of our listeners are listening to, it is Friday or Wednesday. No, wait, Monday. Monday even. Monday is when we release episodes publicly. Uh, yeah. Any day of the week, I'm I'm sure people listen to every day of the week. I'm <laughs> I'm sure people have uh this podcast on just on at all times. That's scary. <laughs> That's 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 a horrifying thought. Please, please don't don't do that. <laughs> that that would be bad for you. I think. I mean, we. Have, I can't even it, listen to myself that much. Considering how much we've recorded, it, it it would. You could just have it like all episodes going for a while before it repeats. Like, and that's scary. Yeah. That's yeah, pro- probably like two days at least. That's horrifying. Nightmare. Uh. That, enough to make any person go insane. But here we are on a Homestuck podcast. Yes, nonetheless. Um, how 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 how's how's your day been? Any, any what's going on in John Land? Anything crazy? Um, I ate some nachos today. Yo, I uh, I I with my with my nachos, I I I drank one of the 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 New Mountain Dew flavors. It's it's called like, oh God, what what's it called? It's like something melon, like Sergeant Melon or something like that. <laughs> what the fuck? It's, it's it's really fucked up, but it's really good because it ta- it tastes like a like a like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. Okay, I can get behind that. I've not been keeping up with the mountain the Mountain Dew sphere. They're they're pumping no. them out. They're pumping them out. I, I I went to the Mountain Dew wiki and there were a lot of flavors that I had never heard of uh, <laughs> that are, that have dropped within the like past like two or three years, and I was like, what the fuck. A normal person things to say. I went on the Mountain Dew wiki and had this to say. <laughs> it happens. You see it happens. how fucked this is. Um. How about yeah, you? I, how about you? What's going on? I, I I'm sure you've got something going on right now, or it's, rather you it's did. It's been warm. It's been warm this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh. There's that much. It's it's been beautiful outside, and I've enjoyed all of the like less than ten minutes I spent outside walking to get food or do my laundry. Um, but more sun is nonetheless welcome. I, I have to ask, what is warm to you? Um, I'm a I'm a northerner, uh, so it's been like sixty degrees the past couple days, and that is that is quite nice. Uh, See, like low sixties. I as soon as it gets like over 60 i'm like it's starting to get uncomfortable and and like as soon as it gets close to 70 i'm like damn it is death outside uh i i am very much a high 40s low 50s person <laughs> dang okay i thought you would i thought you'd be uh like freezing in 60 no uh, uh, uh all the d- southerners that i know are are they hate it when it gets like <laughs> They think it's like freezing down down here in South Carolina. I don't I don't keep up with other states, but I assume it's similar to bordering states. Uh, the temperature gets really volatile, uh, especially in the in the springtime. Like I was I was looking at at uh, the the upcoming temperatures for the week, and it was like lows of like thirties and highs of like seventies. Like it gets it gets pretty wacky. <laughs> And I don't like it. Uh, sometimes in the summer, uh, 
it'll be a hundred. Then like the next week it'll be like forty. That's a lot. Oh. That, that <laughs> more like fifty. Uh, okay. It, it it gets pretty silly here in South Carolina. Very fucked up weather. I hate it. Fifty fifty and a hundred is a pretty big gap there. I I feel like um I mean like right now it's the type of county it's the time of year uh where like you know like a week ago it was like thirty out but now it's like sixty five or whatever yeah um so like just kind of a volatile time of year but uh I I I can't recall any this is in recent memory where there was a week that had both fifty degree temperatures and a hundred degree temperatures up here in Pennsylvania. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. I, I I would very much rather live somewhere where it's like consistently cold. I, I enjoy the cold. Uh the the AC has been busted for a few days. Uh it's it's I I tend to keep it on sixty eight, uh, but but it has been not working and it has been like seventy five in the apartment and it's it's killing mm. me. It's destroying me. That's a bit warm for it to be inside, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think about living in a col- my college apartments and how the the AC actually like had some decent control, and I didn't live in a room that had like super tall like drafty windows. Yeah. Um, because now the AC just does nothing in my room. <laughs> but we make do. Um. Anyway, uh, do we have any? Do we have anything to talk about? Um, I know the new chapter of Colonials came out. Uh, we have both read it. We have. Uh, is there anything else? Is there um, anything else? Anything? Any news in Homestuckland? I, I don't think so. Oh, there was the, <laughs> there was the Octopimp stream, uh, that was happening. Oh yeah, t- tell everyone about how you were, <laughs> you were scorned by fandom icon Octopimp. Man, funniest embarrassment that I've ever experienced. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Wednesday and Thursday of, of last week, that would be. Uh, well, the third and fourth of March, twenty twenty one. Uh, be- be- beloved voice actor Octopimp. Uh, we all know and love him. Hundreds of of Homestuck comic dubs on, on YouTube back in back in the early twenty tens. Um, legend, legend. Everyone loves him. Everyone knows him. Uh, he's gone on to to better things now, but he. Uh, one of his, I believe it was a sub goal on Twitch, um, was to to go back and have a stream where he rewatches all of his Homestuck videos, and that's that's what happened last week. It took two days to get through them all, um, but on the second day, uh, when when everything wrapped up, he was like, "Damn, that's over with." Uh, Let's move on to, to, to some Guilty Gear Strive stuff. And me, jokingly, like, it was very much an ironic thing. And I, I realized that it probably didn't come off that way in, 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 in a chat. Uh, especially after he, <laughs> after after that was over with, like, having hundreds of people there with him uh, who are on ironic Homestucks in the year 2021. Um, I said... Hey guys, what do you think the class specs are of everyone on the Guilty Gear Strive roster? I fucking hate you. And I say things like that all the time. Like <laughs> I don't take class specting seriously. I, I think the idea of class specting characters who are not Homestuck is really funny. 
Uh, but there are a lot of people who do it. Uh, and that's fine. Uh, I just think it's funny. Um, and the chat, like, it, it was like one of those moments where, like, like you're in class and, like, everyone's talking. But then, like, you say something at the exact moment that, like, the class goes quiet for, like, a split second. And so, like, it, it's like everyone knows. That's basically what Literal happened. Literal scenario. Yeah, he, like, the chat just, like, s- stagnated for a second, and my message was, like, the, the last thing in the chat for, like, a solid, like, three or four seconds, and he, like, looks over, <laughs> and he, 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 he's like, no, no, guys, no more Homestuck, <laughs> and I, I, I get, I get roasted, I get, I get grilled by, by Octopimp, and I got, I got, uh, timed out for, for ten minutes. <laughs> and it was it's pretty funny I, I i i clipped it when i when i became untimed out uh i i know i put it in the in the discord uh, if anyone mm-hmm. if anybody wants to see that like at the at the twitter account and i'll like link it to you because it's while it made me sad in the moment it's pretty funny <laughs> it's really really funny <laughs> Doesn't he like work for Arc System Works now? I know that he shows up on like a ton of their like promotional streams and stuff. So I assume that I don't know. He has some work relation. I yeah. I assume he has some work relation. I'm I'm just not at the same time as you. I'm sorry. Nah, you're good. Um, but uh, I I don't actually know what like the nature of his employment with them is. I don't know if he voices anybody. That would be insane if he did. But not that crazy because you know it's what he does. Um, yeah. Guilty Gear is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I stuck around for a while after that. Uh, he went and played some uh, uh, Plus R, I, th- I think is what it's called. Uh, that game's fucking insane. Yeah, he he play, he plays Potemkin. Uh, I've lost all respect for him. <laughs> he, he was going crazy. Uh, I, I earned some... some respect respect points back from him because i was i was i was chatting in the chat and i was like i think it would be neat if bridget were in strive and he was like you know what you're right and i was like damn thanks for agreeing with me we're friends now octopimp <laughs> octopimp is my friend friend of the pod octopimp um so that's what happened last please, week <laughs> please nobody take that seriously all right uh, do you want to talk about the new? All right, do you want to talk about the new Cyclonials chapter? Yes. Uh, this is this is the moment where if you if 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 you care about Cyclonial spoilers, particularly for chapter five, uh, skip to thirty minutes Alex and sixteen seconds. Time, time here. Uh, yeah. We will now talk about spoilers after this point. Oh, <laughs> or if you're just sick of hearing about it, you can also skip to that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Cyclonials chapter five. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bust out a really hot taker. I'm gonna do something that I have, I have not done on AHP yet. Oh, oh. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over, I'm gonna stand with the Hussy Hater crowd. I don't know if I like this one. Uh, was it, was it specifically because of, like, the references to, to real life events? Yes. Okay. I, I, I figured it it would be that. Um, yeah, complex feelings on that one. Uh, I'm still thinking it over. I wouldn't say I'm on the hussy hater side. It's cause like I don't know. I 
I don't want to say it was handled poorly. It was handled weirdly. I think that handling it at all is a mistake. Um, yeah. Like I'm it, not an expert or... Sorry, let me just articulate yeah, uh, like yeah, yeah, my, some of the thoughts in my head. Um, I... I, I it, it, it sits wrong with me to, like, to make it, to, like, have this be coexisting with uh, the real-life shit that happened over the summer and fall of last year. It just strikes me as in really poor taste to have, like, that be part of the, just to have that be there at all. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's a question of handling it poorly or not. I think it's a question of, like, should it have been there? And my instant, my gut is telling me that, uh, no, probably not. Um, cause even though the, the, the narrative, like, uses language that would, that, that's, like, supportive of it, it's it, like they said, like, the, it's brought up in, in, in media, in, in media res, like, um, in a way that's not, like, disrespectful, but I feel like on a meta level, it's disrespectful. Like, what it says is, like, uh, it's talking about the, 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 the clown shit happening at the same time as the BLM riots from last year. And it's, it, it refers to the, to them as being like, uh, people rising up to, to fight against incarceration of black people, uh, by, uh, like, like, uh, being extrajudicially killed by a, a imperious police state. And it's like, yes, that's what's happening, but I don't, I really just don't like that the, it, like, while people are still in jail because of this, that this is being published as, like, a frame uh, for another thing happening in this silly story where clown people dressed up as clowns do the same thing. I don't like it. That's my thought on it, that, that issue specifically. Yeah. As I read it, 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 it came off to me as, like, the 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 jubilites were kind of taking the place of i i i i'm i'm going to use this 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 term uh in a broad sense uh antifa uh quote unquote antifa <laughs> uh specifically uh antifa aligned people who were there who like showed up to blm protests to like just fuck shit up like like those were out there, uh, and and I have my own thoughts on that. But like, I remember seeing a lot of posts that were like, "Hey, this is not the time for that," and and like to me, like in the story, it seemed like like specifically how the the narrative like talked about it. Like it sounded like the narrative was like, "This isn't the time for the the jubilites to be doing this," but they just are. Yeah, it brings it up and it says, it, it, I, I forget the exact wording, but it talks about it like, um, the train of thought completely derailed for no no good reason. Um, it says, like, a lot of critics say this is not the time and, like, you were, like, not inclined to disagree, but you'll take it, I think is what it said. Yeah. And, like, I, I can i can see it now that you put it that way and like i can respect that it's that that might be the intention of it but i still don't really know if i like it being written like in like this being written in like 2021 
Yeah. Like, it, and it, it also, like, br- something also worth bringing up is, like, what does Hussey want to do with this story? And to to me, it, it seems like he wants it to be as authentic to 2020 as possible while also telling his own story. And uh-huh. if he wants to do that, I don't see a way of him not including the protests. Because, like, if... I mean, they can exist there, but I find it kind of... I find it distasteful that, like, the 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 clown thing is happening. Like, that he's... I don't know, I don't know. Because, like, Sorry, if, so if he doesn't clown. include the protests, it and he still does the, like, Jubilee Uprising, that's gonna come off as, like... That's also bad. Yeah, that's also bad. Like, because if you remove the BLM protests, um... Like, it makes it seem like the Jubilee Uprising is, like, representing that. Which would be worse. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it would be way worse. And I, I, don't, I don't really see a way where he wants to do this whole authentic 2020 with the Jubilee thing happening. And the, the, the protest being left out. And I understand why, like, it's like why people will react badly to that uh-huh. but it's like either leave it out well, the three options are really tell a completely different story leave it out and make it really bad or leave it in and make it less bad maybe less bad but like still like kind of questionable yeah, yeah. The way that I've been seeing, like, the way that I am kind of viewing the story at this point is that Z is, like, kind of a, uh, I don't want to say naive, but, like, is definitely fundamentally immature in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and kind of projects her own personal struggle, like, I don't know if projects is the right word, um, like, maps her own personal struggles onto, like, gen- like wider scale struggles of, like, you know capitalism and systemic violence uh and the way that the story is kind of seen to me is that it's kind of meant to like kind of draw that into into relief like into relief um to to show this um and i can get that i can respect it and the story isn't over yet so we'll see where it goes but i'm i'm not sure if i am totally comfortable with like the with 2020 being the year used to represent it. I don't know. Um, cause if, if, it, if this is the intention, then it's effective. Um, but I don't know. It, the, I, I think part of it is probably just knee jerk reaction. Um, but like, I feel like there, it might've gone a little bit too far in, in places yeah. like the, I don't know if it was a photo of the actual police precinct that got burned down during, uh, I don't remember where it was during a riot, um, like act that actually happened last year. Um, but I, it, it was, it's definitely meant to evoke that. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like like the detail, like the police precincts and stuff, I feel like that might've been too far. Yeah. Um, for comfort. Yeah. I can, yeah, I get that. Um, aside that, uh, I thought it was, kind of funny how Percy was just, like, still his little cartoon self uh, until he died. 
Um, yeah, I have thoughts about that. Well, before we get to the the ending part, I was a big fan of like the the internal monologue about these parents. Mm-hmm. I I thought that sequence was done very well, and I. I never thought I would see it happen, but the, the, the JPEG artifacting being used to represent, like, anguish, I, I really like that. Uh, I don't know, that whole sequence made me feel emotions a bit. And then, and then Percy showed up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the shit hit the fan. Yeah, the, the 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 whole thing with her parents was um, also like I think fed into her characterization a bit more because um, it really talks about how like I I feel like I've brought up before how uh, she's a very flawed character. Yeah. Um, but I think today was the first time I really talked about like kind of how I've been reading her um, or like what her purpose is. Um, being like an immature person who has real struggles that she's dealing with, but who kind of. Maybe, uh, not through, like, any fault of ego, but just through a lack of perspective kind of imprints the issues that she, she faces, like, and sees, and, like, see, like, sees them in the same light as she sees, like, much bigger issues that, uh, impact other people much more harshly. Yeah. Um, but the parent, the, par- the parent thing was interesting, uh, because it was, like, a- an actual kind of more deeper dive into her personal like the her actual personal problems um which it like it was like shit i mean yeah it 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 felt a lot uh, more um genuine and kind of hard hitting than a lot of the other stuff and i i maybe it maybe i didn't like absorb it fully because i was still kind of um uh, or like i haven't like been absorbing it as much as I did the the whole thing we just talked about with the the clown riots and shit. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the the parent stuff was kind of a good moment for the story. Um. I I my prediction was wrong last time. Um. But I I I I'm still gonna roll with it. I think in the next chapter we're gonna we're gonna see clown mother base. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be real. Yeah, when <laughs> when when her and Percy go to the docks and like there's just a bunch of people there with guns, I'm like, holy shit! She's actually making outer heaven. She, she yeah. she's making clown sans frontier. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Um, I I don't know if you also. Did you also, like, start to think, like, this is becoming Fight Club a little bit? Um, this, this is a John moment. Uh, I haven't seen Fight Club. I I know of Fight Club. I Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I don't really, well, everybody knows, I think everybody knows, like, the big twist of Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess for any of the Zoomers in the crowd, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to say that Fight Club is a pretty good movie. You might have only ever seen Fight Club get mentioned on Twitter threads. People are, like, dunking on guys for liking, like, asshole bro movies. Mm -hmm. But take it from me, the asshole bro of this podcast. 
um, that Fight Club is a pretty good movie, and the book is uh, really good. Um, I would definitely recommend reading the book, because um, it's it's a great book, uh, and then maybe you can watch the movie afterwards, and you can get kind of mad at some of the things and the ways they adapted them. Um, but I will say that it is a actually really, really good book, uh, and kind of has a lot of, maybe has a lot of things to say about, like, toxic masculinity, uh, as a buzzword, as much of a buzzword as it can be at times, um, but that's, like, really what the story's about, I think. Um, but, uh, th there were some things in this, in this, like, chapter that I was like, okay, this is just Fight Club now, um, the, the militarization of the whole clown thing, um... Because Fight Club, uh, the ideology presented in Fight Club is, like, kind of a reactionary, like, violent anti-capitalism. Yeah. Um, and that the story also kind of takes turns where it, like, becomes, like, there's this whole, like, eh, what do you call it? Um, in initiation, like, hazing, where people brought in and, like, it becomes, like, militant. And there's like it eventually evolves in like this whole like militia, um, and there's this pivotal moment uh, that's like ex exactly what happens with Percy, um, kind of in the, well not exactly but kind of where the whole the whole um, everything in Cyclonials up until this chapter with Percy he has just been a he's just been a faceless simp he has been a blob he's been a little pixel man in a sea of other little pixel men. Um, but in death, uh, he he is rendered in full, yeah, and he becomes like a character, and that exactly happens in Fight Club. That is a thing that happens exactly in Fight Club. Um, so I see you, Hussy. I see what you're doing. Yeah, I, 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 I was actually going to bring up that point, uh, but without all the the Fight Club stuff, because I, I, I was, I was thinking about it, and I, and I did pick up on the fact because, like, I, uh. It's very hard to miss the fact that like Percy becomes smooth. He 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 gets ironed the hell out and and becomes smooth Percy. And mm -hmm. and I and I was like thinking about it and I was like, yeah, there were all these sequences where where Z was interacting with him and she was like more well rendered and, and smoothed out, but he was still like background character pixely. And I was generic simp. Yeah, and I was like, "Huh, this this is obviously commentary on how Z views other people because like Abby is just as rendered as she is, but but Percy's just background man simp that doesn't necessarily matter." Yeah, up until he dies, uh, and then he becomes smooth. Yeah. Uh, also, um, like, yeah, I don't want. I don't know if I want to read too into it, but like. The I think that this is this is probably setting up for something to happen on a much larger scale with other the other Jubilites, uh, in the way she sees them. Um, but yes, yeah, so something I I would not be surprised if this uh visual storytelling device came back uh in in more even more gruesome fashion or more impactful at least in the in the future. Yeah, There's, there was also the fact that like. Once Percy like arrived, uh, from from wherever the fuck he was, whenever he got to the island, like he never got dialogue. It was always mm -hmm. just narration saying that he was talking, and mm -hmm. and I feel like that's another thing that plays into it. Like his his words don't matter, 
uh, to Z at least. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, yeah. uh, what did you think of the the big flash, the 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 showdown between cop and clown? Um, I think I was still in in cooldown in like tastelessness cooldown. Okay, um, so I thought it was like neat. Um, but it was like. I still don't really know how to process like real violence in this story. It, um, it, it just feels weird. Yeah, I I keep forgetting that like like we're not in Homestuck world. We're in real world. Like these are real, well, quote unquote, real clown people gunning down real cops, and it's it still feels too carnit- cartoonish to me to be that. Uh, in a in a sense, yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. Nah, you. you're good. I, I, I thought um, I thought the Flash was entertaining. Uh, I I just enjoyed the concept of flashes in general. So anytime there's gonna be a flash, I'm gonna be like, wow, that was neat. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. But we lost poor Percy. Uh, Z is now un- unconscious. Uh. I really hope that the next chapter is, like, all entirely, like, dream world shit. I... Some shit. Yeah. I, I, I really want more dream world shit. We don't, we haven't seen the, the fucking gun twirler from the trailer yet. <laughs> it's driving me insane. <laughs> Ocelot. Where's he at? Not... <laughs> where is Ocelot? Where is he? But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um... Those are my thoughts. All right, all right. Uh, I feel like we covered our ground there. Um, we are like half. We are. Why did I say halfway? We have like half an hour uh, of of audio like on the board already. So, do you want to do you want to get into Homestuck? Let's um, let's get into before... Homestuck because I think things happened in this reading. Some some shit happened in this reading. Um, this was not a very. This was not like a chew on a shitload of dialogue reading, but nonetheless, some stuff happened in this reading. Oh, yeah. Um, some big, big things. Yes. Um, so, alright. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take us into it, then. Alright. Um, so, uh, we, we, we come back to Homestuck, uh, catching up with Jake, who was, who was just awoken from his, his dream sequence, where he got to meet, uh, all the all of our other favorite characters and Mina. Um, <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, what an awkward, what an awkward uh, introduction. In our last we, we covered that last time, whatever. Um, regardless, uh, he he is now uh, awake and more or less operational. Um, I really like this line uh, on. Our first page on fifty fourteen. Um, how uh, he said the narration says, um, uh, good thing that the the skull top took some of the brunt of the fall, um, and that your skull took the rest of it. Um, it's man, Jake's been hit on the head a couple times. <laughs> I, I yeah, think. yeah, I I can see that. <laughs> love love this guy. Um. We get a we get a glimpse uh, of his wonderful skull top background as as he's as he is cheered by you you uh uppercase um and we get a we get a conversation here um 
I didn't really focus on the on the la- on the background until now, and like it's really driving me crazy. The longer I look at it, <laughs> it's, it's fucked up. It's so fucked up. Remember when Blingy was online? I fucking love Blingy so much. <laughs> I miss Blingy so bad. I <sighs> the Zoomers in our audience, the the young ones are never gonna know what it was like to fucking <laughs> take any random picture. Throw it up on Blingy, put the sparkle filter on it, put a shit ton of little dancing Snoop Dogs. Like, <laughs> we've lost so much culture yeah. in the internet age. Feels so bad. Hurts. Yeah. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, we do, we do have some, mess- some messages from Yu Yu here. Um, she has, she's left a note, uh, to Jake, uh, as he slept. Um, Detailing some of her 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 trials and her uh, the actions she's decided to take in response. Um, so uh, apparently her session is going to hell. Her game is just going to hell real fast. Um, lowercase U is just not cooperating. She's she's getting scared. Um, and uh, she's she's decided that she is going to uh, take some drastic actions uh, and try to accelerate things a little bit. Um, so she, uh, she's, she's, she instructs him to, uh, wait in the time capsule, uh, for the armaments that, uh, are on the way so that the, the whole bunny chain can be completed. The green gift chain can be completed. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, hurry, hurry, uh, hurry it on up and, uh, just, you know, look out. Um... So Jake ha- hangs out in the ruins. Uh, he's got ten minutes to kill. He's 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 found the time capsule. It's got eleven eleven on it, and uh, he decides to uh, pass some time by dicking around with uh, the bunny, uh, as per Yu's suggestion. Um. So we get some fun time with uh Liv slash Terry. Um. The the fruits make an appearance. The funny fruits. You love these guys. You love these guys. I I loathe the funny fruits more than you can possibly imagine. I hate how large they become here. They I, should imagine these these large funny fruits dancing before you. What would you do? <laughs> these fruits. I would shrink them down so small I would not ever have to think of them again. <laughs> I I am really just perpetually mystified by by the existence of the fruits. Um, truly, Homestuck's most inexplicable bit. Um, I I don't know why they're here. I don't know where they come from. Uh, but but they're always fucking just dancing around like little assholes. So true. Um, <laughs> to test the uh, the shrink ray, the infinitesimalizer. Um. Jake decides to uh, alleviate us of one of our uh, narrative cop teases and deploys the the giant object that he has stashed in his syllabex. And it is the the uh, observatory orb globe uh, from his old house before it exploded, it appears. Yeah. Um, uh, grandma's lab, as it were. Um... He has, uh, he has Terry, uh, shrink it down, and it bounces away, uh, as, as these things seem to, uh, seem to do in this comic, 
and it falls down further into the depths of the ruins. Um, before you can go and retrieve it, uh, the time capsule blooms, and the four legendary weapons that we that have seen previously uh, pop out. Yo! There Yo! they are. I recognize those! Yo! <laughs> <laughs> I recognize those. Um, the capsule resets. Uh, there's a new countdown um, that Jake notes that he does not plan to be around for. Uh, so we are left to wonder mm. uh, what this is. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm, indeed. I feel like uh, Cascade has just trained me to, like, dread these things opening. <laughs> They're evil. There's only evil inside. <laughs> like, Jack's gonna come out and just start murdering people again. You know. It's just what, this is, like, what I assume. You never know. You, yeah, really. Um, so, uh, Jake has, has Terry shrink, shrink the armaments down, um... He writes uh, the, the note to John uh, that knocked me on my ass uh, when it showed up, like, 18 acts ago. I, I recognize this, too. Whoa, all these references and connections. Whoa. Holy shit. Whoa, whoa. Um, the, I, I, I didn't actually go back and read it again to see if there was anything that I was hinted at, uh, which I, which I kind of regret. Um, yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> Oh well. Oh well. Um, and then uh, we we get a he he uh, he 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 doesn't even wrap it up. He like puts it all in the box and like just kind of leaves the top open like a lazy asshole. Fucked up. I hate this guy. <laughs> this douchebag. Um, and uh, he he sendificates it away, uh, using the the machine in the, in the ruins. Um, we get we get the the fast forward flash. Um. Shout out to Bowman. Yes. As always. Uh, I love this. I love this cover so much. It's it's pretty amazing. Um but yeah, it just like flash forwards through like all of the shit with the bunny. We see, we see we see it all come together. Um it capped off with the the bunny's tragic death Sad. by the green sun. Pain. Really fucked up. I hadn't considered that the bunny didn't make it. Um, it's it's very easy to forget because like it was in Cascade, like when the Green Sun happened. So like it's very easy to miss that the bunny was there with them and is would not survive the blast of a sun coming into existence. It's so fucked up. Um also, this flash also has a the, the, a, a dark cage Easter egg. Um, dark cage continues. Uh, but yes, rest in peace. Uh, thank you for your service, brave soldier. Uh, you will be missed. Uh, Terry Kaiser slash Liv Tyler. Salute. Thank you. Salute. <laughs> oh seven. Um. And then uh, our next sequence uh, is is kind of where our we we start to get into the real meat of the reading, I think, because uh, this is the reading where we start we we really start actually getting uh, cherub stuff, and I can say that now because we'll, whoa, be wow, why'd you say that, man? <laughs> <laughs> that word doesn't appear until later. Fine, d d d uh, alien stuff. Oh, thank God. Gray alien stuff. 
I never said gray alien to refer to these two before, and now I'm just picturing how funny it would be if, like, the reveal dropped and just looked like a fucking, like, alien from Roswell. <laughs> like a fucking Aelmau meme. That would rock. That would be so sick. <laughs> um, but any- anyway. Um, we, uh, we join on a chess game between between our our two mysterious uh alien freaks um which uh ba- bears some remarkable similarity to the the chest shit in all the complacency learned stuff the poster yeah um shout out uh alpha rose um and uh we, we get this prolonged sequence of trash talk between the two of them um it looks like Yu uh, Yu in Cats is winning. The nice one is winning. Green. Uh, we're I'm, we're so out of the woods with this Yu Yu shit. We're so close to being out of the woods with this Yu Yu shit. <laughs> um, but uh, it looks like uh, gr- the green is winning um, here, and the way that the their conversation is playing out uh, implies that uh, she pretty much always wins. Um, yeah. Apparently, uh, he has not yet won a match. Poor guy. Um, but apparently he has some tricks up his sleeve. Uh, one of one of which is that he's he's saying all of his moves in, in quotes, which uh, is, is part of some enchant- magic enchantment, uh, uh, allegedly. Um, but uh, the chess game continues to play out. Um, I think that, I, I, I think it's that the, the actual flash page is probably accurate to what they're saying, but also I don't play chess, so I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I, I considered, like, checking. Ha ha, ha, checking, ha ha, ha. But I didn't feel it. like it, I, I really didn't feel like it. It, it seems so unimportant to actually check. Uh, yeah, I am, like, very, I'm willing to bet that, uh, at least for this first part, um, that Hussey probably, like, either, like, looked up a chess game, um, online and just, like, copied a replay he found. Yeah. Or that he played one out with somebody, uh, using this arbitrary bullshit, uh, restriction, um, that, uh, you, under, that, uh, lowercase U is using, um, and then just copied that. But regardless, um, the chess game continues. Um, I just want to note that, like, I would, I would, th- like, this trash talk is uh, insane. I would hate to be either of these people. Um, I think I would be so mad if anybody talked to me while playing a game like either of these two are talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I just wanted to note that. Um, but uh, we get to a point where. Uh, she apparently has him in checkmate. Um, and, uh, he says, uh, hold up, look again, that's not my king. Um, and would you look at that? Uh, she reaches over and she, she pulls the caps off of the, 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 the chess pieces and they're wearing these fake little hats Holy that make the king shit. look like the queen, and the queen look like the king. Holy shit! Joker's trick. Oh! 
Yeah. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, apparently, uh, th- th- this probably has some significance. Um, I'm just not sure what, and it's kind of stupid. Um, but uh, lowercase you goes on to explain uh how he's kind of cheat how he's intelligently cheated here by not cheating at all. Um, how uh, he begged her before they started playing the game to let him switch the starting positions of his king and his queen. Um, and how she was willing to break the rules by letting him do that. And once he had received permission, he had just adorned his king and queen with these fake little caps to make it look like uh, they were uh, reversed. Um, and then he played the whole game out, uh, only moving his queen, uh, as though it were his king, uh, as though it were a king. And th- this, this, this was the ruse. Um, man, and, a, and it's, a, it's fine that he did that ruse. because <laughs> this is so stupid. Um, I, I'm really glad that you said just a second ago that it, that it seems important. I, I feel like this is the best time to bring up the fact that this is probably the most overanalyzed sequence in all of Homestuck. Uh, That's awesome. Be- because specifically the line where uh, lowercase uu is like, you decorate your pieces and you even give them names. Uh, th- there were so many theories back in the day that were like, if she names them, what if she's naming them like after characters in the comic? And if she does that, what if that, she also did that in this game. And what if this game like represents like the final battle of Homestuck? And I think the most prevalent theory to, to, to come out of this was, was the, uh, it was a theory by, what was his name? Bladekind Eyewear on Tumblr. Uh, a very well-known theorist back in the day, uh, Knight to D6, uh, name of the theory. Uh, it it uh, it was the, the main the main counter the the main point of the theory was that the knight is Dave, uh, and that Dave is gonna do a, a huge thing in the in the in the final battle, and we'll find out if that happens. I suppose we will. I suppose we will. <laughs> um, but you saying that this is an overanalyzed page uh, does not fill me with faith. <laughs> I mean, I mean, so many people have their own takes on this, like assigning different characters to different pieces, uh, saying what each move represents. I, I, I feel like people spent too long staring at the sequence and and convinced themselves that that certain things were going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to not, right? Like, people have come up with some really stupid and funny theories for this comic, but I think that, like, the important thing to remember is that, um, well, one, uh, I don't think that there's ever been, like, a chess scene in any media ever that is not overanalyzed as hell. Um, because, you know, they're pretty loaded. Uh, it's, it's a thing that's very easy to dig into, and if you're an author, I imagine it's not terribly difficult to actually insert symbolic meaning into a scene like this um and two and this is something we haven't really been talking about um 
But we are getting to the point of Homestuck where these updates are coming out less and less frequently. Yeah. Uh, and there and there were definitely some points where this was like the only th- this was like the most recent like only big thing that people had to work with. True. Um, true. Yeah, I know that we're getting close to Openbound. I know that Openbound was a huge endeavor, um, in terms of like manpower and like work hours that went into it. Um, so I think that like now is finally probably the time that we should start paying attention to uh to to update spacing. Yeah, because I know that it's not um we're not that many readings away from like shit that was coming. When, when was when what month did this update come out? Um, was this this looks like it was in June, um of twenty twelve. Uh, if that if that date is formatted, yeah, this was in June, um. And, uh, we are, like, only maybe, like, a handful of episodes away from shit that was, like, six months later. Yeah. Scary. Uh, so, like, the keep in mind, uh, that the updates were really dragging out at this point in time. Um, we're, we're accelerating through this very rapidly. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Don't be too mean to Homestuck fan theorists. Um, I mean, these theories came out, like, literally, like, ten years ago. Nine years ago. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know why you would be, um, but just keep it in mind, I guess, when you're, when you're analyzing this, when you're, when you're thinking about this kind of thing. Um, we believe some crazy shit back in the day. Um, we, the, <laughs> the p- people were looking at Sleeper and Hell of Jeff comics as like an, oh god, like, whose, whose death is this foreshadowing? I mean... I mean, <laughs> and the the fucked up thing is that like I'm pretty sure that like there is at least one death for Shadow and Sweet Bro and Hellish Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we we gotta make time make some time some time to go back and like talk about those at some point because uh, I I I don't know most of the connections that people have drawn. I I want to go over them. Yeah, not today though. Yeah. Um, regardless. Uh, okay, so we are amid the chess game. Um. See, uh, we've we've got we've been Joker's tricked. Um, I I think that it's that it's stupid to say this isn't cheating. Um, because it is extremely cheating. Um, and uh, uppercase you is a fool for continuing to play this out. Yeah. Um, but uh, she is really salty. Um, and uh, decides that this is an accepted game state. And continues playing from what is, uh, I would assume, is a very, very, very bad position to be in. Again, I'm not a chess expert, but it doesn't look great. Um, predictably, uh, lowercase goes on to take the game, um, and uh, or goes on to get to a point where uh, uppercase does not want to play anymore. Um, she rage quits. Uh, Smacks the board, um, and, uh, walks out on it, basically. Um, he, uh, mocks her for this, um, he makes a, what appears to be a caligonous romance joke, uh, I don't know why I said appears when it is just that, he says the word. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he makes a joke about that. Fucked um, up. Evil. Whack. Yeah, fucked up and evil. Um, 
and uh, he conti- he he makes uh, not only a death threat but a serial murder threat, um, saying that he will murder her in her sleep, uh, maybe more than once, which is a uh, interesting, interesting threat to make to somebody. Yeah, I think. yeah. <laughs> Pin in that. Um, and then we are greeted by a character select screen. Uh, insane, deranged. I want normal pages. Holy I'm tired of these. Shit. Holy shit. <laughs> the power of choice is in our hands. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. This is fucked up. I just want my pages to be put presented to me normally. I'm sick of these. We have we have to go we have to go in order. Um And the order that we are starting with are the order that we are going with starts with Jane. Yes. Um Jane uh Continues to explore on uh, her planet, uh, Loka. What? Lo- Sharp. Yeah, land of Crips and helium. Yeah, it's Loka. It's I remember it because it's low hack, but the other way. Um, she she is continuing to explore, uh, looking for dad. Um, she enters the crypt that was locked off before. Uh, finds a a door that appears to have just been just shattered, like punched clean <laughs> through, um, which is only a sign that dad uh, has been there. Of course. Um, I, the, the, the thing with dad's being just like superhuman continues to be great. Um, it's been so long since uh, dad Egbert just like, pried his way Kenshiro style out of the, the nurse prison and then beat up all the guys. <laughs> and I and I miss that sequence so much. Same. <laughs> Rest in peace to a real one. Um but yeah, uh she is uh Jane is pestered by uh AR uh as she, her her explanation is interrupted as AR uh comes to her with uh with some serious business. Um, and, uh, he notifies, he notifies her, um, that, uh, we gotta speed up here. Uh, Roxy and Dirk are in deep shit, um, and, uh, we gotta get them into the game. Um, so this is our number one priority. Uh, I've give, I've installed the server on, uh, the, the laptop, um, and th- this is what you need to do now. Um, shout out to this, uh, conversation. Um, for one of the best quotes in Homestuck. Oh? Um, the, uh, Jane, uh, exclaims, shucks. Um, and, uh, in, and, and I icon- probably the most iconic <laughs> AR lines. Uh, AR responds, hey, I'm upset about it too, but let's watch the fucking language. Very simple joke. Very low-hanging, but effective. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. <laughs> um... But uh, AR sets up uh, Jane to connect to Roxy. Um, Roxy uh, Jane gets into Suburb, um, so it's poking around in it. Uh, we we get just some of a view of Roxy's room to remind us um, of the red herring of the windows and the view outside of them uh, before we zoom out to see that the uh, colony that she lives on is on fucking fire. And not only is it on fucking fire, um, the red miles have somehow reached it. What the hell? How are those here? Those are supposed to be on Durs. Yeah, it's crazy. Whoa. Um, 
AR offers no uh, no explanation, um, but uh, does say, hey, let's hurry the fuck up um, and uh, do all this Act 1 bullshit in three pages again. Um, deploy all the suburb shit, um, and, uh, as, as everything is, falls into place, um, Jane, uh, gets distracted, uh, conveniently, uh, as she notices that little Seb is, uh, is, uh, running off and going AWOL, um, and, uh, in a remarkable, uh, display of, um, convenience uh she decides that she will follow him and uh the transportalizer that she follows him through happens to just drop her off on durst man and dirk is there i hate these fucking kids <laughs> what the fuck are they doing um the the like just convenience of her just being distracted by seb and then just wandering off immediately is really funny yeah um, but, but not only is, is Jane here, uh, who else is here? Oh, God damn uh, it. <laughs> Jake's here but too. But it's, it's Jake. The fuck is this asshole doing here? I guess we'll find out because, because we got another character select and we're going to go to Jake now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I understand the, the, the coolness of this as a narrative device it, from like one perspective and this was definitely way cooler like when the pages were coming out yeah because um, you would have like locked pads yeah now it's just like you just click through them from left to right and it goes through them in order and you do the same thing yeah yeah I, re- <laughs> I remember back when it was updating like whenever like a new character select would come up and and the the absolute dread of getting to a new select and there being like multiple options and like all of them being locked except for one i i, I miss those days <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh so we're now we're not going to be jake um and what happens to jake is a uh, is remarkably similar to what happens to Jane. <laughs> um, he looks down the pit where uh, Grandma's lab fell down, um, and uh, he sees that, uh, again, um, in a fit of remarkable convenience, that uh, there are two transportalizers there, and one of them is purple and one of them is orange. I mean, th- this one's, like, less of a convenience thing and is more of a thing that explains like one of the lingering questions from like a couple thousand pages ago, which was how did grandpa get into the game and like go on all these adventures? Uh-huh. Uh, it's the same temple. So the it's, it's, it's safe to assume that these pads were also in the original temple, which explains how grandpa got into the game and was going buck wild in his adventures yeah yeah uh so these ones kind of serve a purpose more so i guess um i kind of want to continue believing that like 
that that banging uh double shaded fireplace in in the Harley home uh was like a magical transportalizer to either one. Uh, and, and the grandpa would just get in the fireplace and would take him there like it was Harry Potter. What is wrong with uh, you? But this is fine, too. What, what is... I think that would be really funny. I think it would be really funny. And this still doesn't explain why the fireplace in Jade's house is like that. He just made it that way. Leave, leave him be. <laughs> he just thought it was cool. Um. Anyway, okay. Uh, Glucid of my sick and twisted mind. Um... Uh, Jake, uh, hops down, uh, to, to retrieve whatever is important inside of the, 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 the lab globe. Um, and, uh, he, he, he grabs it, and it is, to absolutely nobody's surprise, a, uh, a fenestrated wall. Oh, shit! Look at that. Look at that. Um, he is also pestered by AR. Um, and AR has essentially the same thing to say to him, uh, that he had to say to, to Jane. Um, we, we get another glimpse at, uh, at the chick's desktop or skull top background. Uh, and this time it is adorned by about 50 copies of Delirious Biz Nasty, which is great. Good. Um, I love, <laughs> love the AR sense of humor here. Um, but AR has, again, come to Jake to say, like, hey, we gotta hurry the fuck up. Um, uh, Dirk and Roxy are in danger, and you need to get, you need to install the, the, uh, server application so that you can join the chain of connectivity and bring them into the game. Um, it's, the, the same thing, the same thing happens again. Uh... Jake, uh, upon getting a glimpse of Dirk's apartment, um, uh, he's, he, 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 his, 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 his remark is, uh, holy smokes, there is a man who knows what he likes. Uh, <laughs> true. Perfect. True. Mwah. Um, but, but, but that's kind of all I had to say, uh, about this, this chunk. Uh, as, as Dirk zones out on his, on his ceiling, uh, Focusing on Durst, um, when he drops the, uh, the Alchemiter, or is that the Totem Lathe? That's the Alchemiter. He drops the Alchemiter, uh, on the, on the roof with him, and he, he looks skyward and gives a thumbs up, which is cool. Sweet. Um, but, uh, but Jake also, uh, takes that little transportalizer, um, and lo and behold, um, this asshole ends up on Durst, and who else is there? Oh, but God Jane, damn it. what? How did Jane get what? here? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! This is so crazy. Caught, caught in the the forever loop of of jumping between these two character selects and being surprised that the other character is there, and having to revisit the other character select to find out why that character is there. This is Welcome our new to my hell. Special hell. <laughs> <laughs> um. I do love that, uh, both times that, uh, Dirk notices one of the two, uh, AR says, I, I hold no accountability for this. I, I like that, that Jake sees, uh, Lil' Seb first, and is like, oh, the rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> He's so stupid. Love this guy. And Jane. Yeah. All right. Um, we go back to the character select. This time we get to do something a little bit different. Oh, boy. Uh. <laughs> Um, 
What is it? What's, uh, what's this... different? Uh, I'm just just confirming that our next page is in fact dirt. Yes, it is. Um, it is. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. This is a this is a slightly led another slightly legendary exchange. Um. But uh, we 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 go to Dirk. Um, Dirk is as we saw zoning out on his on his roof. Um, accompanied by Sawtooth and Squarewave. Uh, the homies, shout out. Um, but uh, he is also uh, being uh jeered by uh by lowercase u um, who is taunting him and saying, "You can't escape the miles. Better hurry up." Um, let's see, uh, you just about the escape of the miles, um, Dirk, uh, being a brain genius, um, questions the possibility of the miles being here as well as on Durs, um, and, uh, you, you fills us in on some details here. Um, he says that those miles are, uh, the ones on Earth are from Jack. Um, who he somehow knows about, um, from way outside this universe, uh, and he is, uh, quote-unquote fulfilling a hit on the whole, uh, the whole, all in, like, uh, he's fulfilling a hit on the universe. Yeah. Um, Dirk questions how he knows this. Uh, there's a great little bit where, uh, Yu says that he, he skimmed the story, uh, the narrative of what's hap- of what happens. Um, and, uh, he, he skims it all, except for the parts where people die and the parts where people kiss. Um, and, uh, <laughs> because, uh, it's hard to pry your eyes away, apparently. Man. <laughs> I can't stand this <laughs> there's guy. A, <laughs> there's a boner joke in there. Um. Dirk, uh, Dirk attempts to, to, to skip on this guy, um, because he's, he's busy. Um, but, uh, Yu Yu apparently has a present for him. Um, Yu sucks at gift giving. Uh, he, he demands that there be a, a favor done before he can give this gift. And the favor that he asks is, uh, that Dirk, uh, fetches Cal and then throws him into the fire, um, and destroys him. Fucked up. Um, why would you do that? Why would you do that to a beloved character? Why would you do that to our, our beloved Cal? Um... There are a couple of uh, of things that I want to just call out here okay. um, before we get to the funny part. Um, there are two lines from uh, Yu Yu that are, I think, noteworthy in some capacity. Um, first thing he orders Dirk to uh, throw Cal into the fire. Uh, his reasoning is um, he describes Cal uh, as uh, your juju may be dead and hollow, but something tells me that that might make it even more dangerous. Um, so we continue, the, we continue the, the thread of, uh, of Yu being terrified of Cal, um, for some reason. Um, and we, we get the, this little morsel that maybe Cal's nature of being empty might make it more threatening somehow, uh, to Yu Um, and there's another, uh, little thing here where they're, uh, he, he reframes the gift he's about to give as a birthday present. Um, and Dirk is like, it's not my birthday, you stupid asshole. And, uh, Yu Yu says, uh, but it will be mine if everything goes according to plan. Interesting. Um, very interesting. Uh, 
big old pan, I think. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, then we get to the gift. Um, <laughs> I love this picture. This is this is one of the funniest things ever. Um, I I had like forgotten about this um entirely, and when I opened up the Dirk is this us dot gif, um, I lost my fucking mind. I don't know why this is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know what detail I like the most um because there's not very many of them um but I think my, my one of my favorites is probably uh the the little the, like the black line shape on like the upper left that I think is supposed to be Dirk shade yeah yeah uh drives me fucking crazy um the way that you you looks like a fucking like a a fucking velociraptor first. <laughs> There's still like the barest semblance of like the jigsaw puppet head, um, but uh, also the details of um, uh, quote unquote Jane and Roxy at the bottom, and you can see like where the pen has been like dragged off, or, like has like clipped off of the tablet, and there's just the sharp lines. It's so fucking good. <laughs> Man. It's so good. When I <laughs> When I saw the file name, I I read it as Dirk, this is sus. And I <laughs> I, I immediately heard the, the funny uh, Among Us song in my head. Alec edit at the trap remix in now. Yes! Yes! <laughs> I I did the same thing, but I didn't want to say anything about it. <laughs> What what's your favorite part of this masterwork? Definitely the glasses. It <laughs> the way one one half of them is like kind of kind of checks out, but then the other half is just it's, it, it's... <laughs> there's glasses. There's it's 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 one two three four five six lines. It's two triangles. How do you how do you fuck it up this bad? What an insane fuck up! <laughs> Dirk, Dirk just is like, dude, this is the shittiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, the the, the you you just is he's so proud of it. Um, he's so proud of how nasty and pornographic what he's created is. It is just the funniest thing in the world. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, got to go. You're drawing blows later. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, I I, th I think we I think we have to move on. Yeah, we we gotta get we gotta get out of here. It's so good. It's so good. I feel like we reserved that we gotta get out of here to things we want to escape. I I don't know. I it's it's so good. It's the funniest thing ever. Um, I I, I regret leaving it behind. Uh, but I don't think there's much more to say about it. Um, but yeah. Uh, we 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 go back to to Dirk on Durs, uh, and Ar notifies him of the the whole situation. Um. And, uh, we, we, everything is, everything is, like, tied up in a neat little bow here, 
as Dirk realizes that uh, not one but two of his friends have have ended up in this situation, uh, like the stupid assholes they are. And we land on the character select one more time um, to, to, to catch up with Roxy. Um, Roxy uh, is is scuttling around the, the burning colony. Uh, she's got a whole bunch of care pages in tow. Um, and she's got a whole lot of chumps bugging her online. Uh, so, so let's roll through these, shall we? All right. Um, the, there, there's a note left by, by Jane, uh, who's, who just was checking in, wanted to make sure she was okay, uh, being, being not the worst friend ever. Um, there's a, a she, there's a message from, some messages from AR, uh, that she answers, um, where, uh, he, obviously she knows she's in deep shit, um, but he just uh, wants to say, like, hey, get to your, get, to, get home as quick as possible so that we can get you into the game. Um, let's make this fast. Um, Roxy apparently has been deliberately rounding up the care patients to try to save, and save them, which is very sweet. Um, I, I shout out to, shout out to the care patients for giving Roxy some, some more, uh, some more flavor here. It, it, I think it makes her a much more likable character. Yeah. Least, though she weren't already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Roxy needs to get home and complete the chain, uh, and connect to Jake. Um, I would like to call out here, uh, that AR uses, he describes, um, Jane and Jake being dumb assholes as subordination. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if I like that. Interesting. Seems, seems kind of suspect. Uh, that, that's something Carcat would say, um... Uh, but Carcat is a noted dumb, loudmouth asshole, and Dirk and AR are, uh, they're assholes, but they're not, uh, overblown loudmouths about it, so it's a little, it's a little bit unsettling to hear him, to hear AR, uh, describe, uh, Jane and Jake as subordinates. Yeah. Uh, or infer that description, I guess. But yeah. Um, and, uh, so AR sends Roxy on her way. Um... We move on to uh, the the last uh, clown who was pestering her, um, and it is you. You. Um, before we get into that, I just want to shout out uh, Roxy's phone background. Good. Classic. <laughs> I, I I love that this like kind of fills in the that whole exchange from before where uh, with uh, with with Dirk and you. You and it this this. And it, it shows that uh, Dirk went on to share these with his friends, yeah. which is wonderful. <laughs> um, and this has potentially been Roxy's phone background for, like, two years or however long that was ago. Um, but yeah, uh, we, we, have, we have some, we have a big conversation here from Yu Yu uh, to Roxy. Um, and, uh... Uh, uppercase you, nice you, you. Um, and she's having a tough time with it. Um, she, you, you wanted to talk to Roxy one more time, uh, at least before the viewport blacked out. Apparently, this the viewport blackouts have been happening more and more frequently for her, and she wanted to get a good conversation in before uh, it was permanent. Um, she makes a wild speculation uh, as Roxy is sobering up that uh. 
the alcohol was uh, limiting Roxy's uh, communion with the void, quote-unquote. Um, and that uh, once it all wears off, then that's going to cause the viewport to black out. Which is such a strange theory. Yeah. <laughs> um, re- really comes out of nowhere. Um, but that then does go off, go on to, uh, uh, give some worthwhile exposition. Um, she explains the miles are coming from what I believe you can presume was the cascade attack. Yes. Uh, and that she, she kind of elaborates on the structure of a universe uh, of the Genesis frog, which is that, uh, not only did the, the, the pre-scratch universe reside in that in that frog that we saw Slick fuck up, um, but that all instances of the universe reside within it, um, which really starts to make your head hurt if you think about it too much, yeah. given the what we know about how the scratch works. Um, I, I, are we in agreement that this goes under the don't, don't think about it too hard, it's probably bullshit category? Uh, I don't know. It makes sense to me. Uh, if if you consider quote unquote instances of universes as just timelines, and and you visualize the timelines as like a a tree that all goes back to a single point, I can I can picture a, the just the frog being like all of them. Like, it encompasses the entire tree of all timelines. Hmm. I think that that makes my head hurt a little bit. I I, I spend a lot of time dealing with, with, like, media that deals with, like, timeline shit. So, like, it makes sense to me. <laughs> I, I guess. Like, the way that it, uh, that you describes it um, is, like, the... It's like they're all, like, all of the instances of the universe, quote-unquote, exist, like, in different places physically is what I, it sounded like to me. Yeah. Um, which, like, like, the, 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 the scratch, what it did was, like, it just re, it just changed the timeline, right? Like, it went back and changed some things, and the universe progressed differently. So, like, I don't know, it, (laughs) physically, those being, like, different places in physical space just does, does not seem to square to me. Um, but I don't really think that it's that important. Yeah, it's, it is not so worth would... getting into. This is this is a Homestuck podcast, not not a string theory podcast. It, it, we can, <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> Christ, we're gonna, we're gonna come back uh, in five years uh, once we've all gotten our doctorates to talk about this, <laughs> <laughs> and then we can we can uh, scientifically say that it's bullshit. Um. But yeah, uh, we get the the weird frog explanation. Um, the you is a uh, is thankful that uh the Miles did not get to the universe before, um, uh, it had the chance to uh to spawn uh Earth and uh set all these actions in motion, um, and uh she she says like, uh, this is just all part of the psych the circle of life. Um, everything all all universes will die. Um. So, you know, it's not that bad. Um, but uh, let's, let's keep going here. Um, she also promises uh, Roxy a gift at their next juncture. Um, and promises uh, beyond that that she'll be breaking some rules. 
and uh, get, tell her some important things. Oh boy! Um, I wonder what those oh things boy. are. Yeah. Um, we get this character select again. Uh, utterly demented. Um, I'm sick of it. Uh, <laughs> but thankfully, we can just hit we can just hit the blue text and just go on. Finally. Finally, we're out of there. We are out of there. Um, and we we just continue with Roxy. Um, Roxy returns home. Um, sets out with the care of patients to put out all the fires. Uh, in her in her house with many a bucket. Um, in a truly lascivious display. Um, and uh, proceeds to set up suburb and uh, start uh, servering for Jake. Um. There is some meta commentary about the the whole bucket thing, but you know it's it's it, it bucket joke laugh. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. Uh, rip to the the pink GameCube that is on fire. <laughs> the burning the burning PS One and the GameCube so fucked up. Is I can't tell if that's the GameCube or the Super Nintendo. Regardless, all those those shits are toast. <laughs> Um, but, uh, as Roxy connects to Jake, um, Yu-Yu once again, uh, cheers her on, um, and, uh, has some things to say. Um, Roxy is kind of in hacker mode, um, she, she's maybe a little bit of a bad friend here, uh, just spamming out these walls of text when Yu-Yu clearly has some shit to get off her chest. Um, I want to, I want to just call attention to Roxy describing herself as a crypto goddess, which is a term I really don't like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, you really gets Roxy's attention. Um, when, uh, she, she gives her, her gift, which is, which is another piece of art. And this one's actually pretty nice. This one actually looks quite nice. Um, yeah, another, an iconic piece. Uh, the, the, Trickster mode, Roxy. Uh, I don't know if we're allowed to say that yet. Um, no, you can say it. Tr- Trickster mode has been in Homestuck before this in Easter eggs. Yeah, um, it, Ro- Roxy. Uh, all these neon colors with cotton candy hair and uh, big old, big old uh, green and red lollipop. Um, and Roxy is quite enamored uh, with this gift. Um, she's. She's re- really she she really loves it. Um, she's really happy about it. Um, it it it's a, it's a it's a really nice gift. Um, and uh, in in her uh, fits or in, in her fit of um uh delight, uh, she she says, uh, "I love you." Um, which is you know a thing that you say to your friends. Uh. But it, it prompts uh, a it prompts us going into some of the revelatory exposition about Yu Yu, um, because uh, when she says this, Yu uh, Yu is a bit taken aback because um, she doesn't know how to interpret it, um, and Roxy quickly makes it clear that you know it, it was you know like I love you as a friend like I wasn't this was not a confession, <laughs> um, but uh. Yu Yu says, um, hey, uh, like, the, it, I, maybe that's for the best that it's that way, because I cannot experience love in, in the romantic way. Um, which is, uh, uh, pretty wild, uh, kind of sucks. Um, 
And we also uh, get a name for this character. Yo! Uh, at long last. Uh, Yu Yu goes ahead and breaks the, her first rule, and she tells Roxy uh, her name, which is Calliope. Um, actually, it's pronounced Calliope. Um, no, it's not. I d- no, it's not. <laughs> it's one of those names that people people debate over. Uh, I say Calliope because Calliope is a real word. Yeah, I know. It's not pronounced I, I, I know, Calliope. But but there are people who call her Calliope. Because of uh, if you pronounce, <laughs> I mean, there's reasons. Like like later on, uh, we'll we'll get to it on why people call her that. Uh, but Calliope, this is a Calliope podcast. I think if you say Calliope, you're a stupid asshole. <laughs> I don't care about your reasoning. Fuck you, <laughs> man. <laughs> We've lost the radical Calliope sayers. Um, but uh, yeah, Calliope. Uh, we have a name now. I can stop. I can stop saying uppercase UU. Fucking finally. Um, we're halfway out of the woods on this one. Um, but uh, apparently this was one of the rules that Calliope and her brother had. Um, which was uh, no name sharing. Um, because it has significance in that if somebody says one of their names, uh. The other one will fall asleep, and the one whose name was said will instantly wake up, which is why we do not get her brother's name at this point in time. Um, with this revelation uh, comes some other revelations uh, that um, maybe were not uh, maybe are not that surprising. Um, she's not, in fact, a troll at all. Um, what the heck? We were... <laughs> what the heck? Um... And uh, her species that she actually is, uh, they can feel romance, but not red romance. Uh, I guess this is a black rom only species, which sounds like hell. Um, but that she wishes, she, the Calliope does wish that she was, she were a troll uh, very often. Um, and that what she is, in fact, is a cherub. What the heck? Like the. What the heck? Like the cherub? funny angels? What? <laughs> Maybe. Um, but, uh, she, she describes, she goes on to describe, uh, Cherubim as not a social race. Um, apparently, uh, Cherubs do not encounter others of their species, uh, very frequently, nearly ever, um, until it is time to mate, uh, which apparently is, uh, violent and confrontational, which also just sounds like a hell of a time. <laughs> um and uh she describes this as a, as a as a lonely existence um which it it it, it kind of sounds like it yeah uh and uh I, <laughs> yeah um clappy starts going uh a doomer mode a bit on on the outlook of the session um which I think, given this new ex- this new uh, exposition on what her existence is like, I I can't really blame her. I I I feel like this would just be my default state of existence. Yeah. Um. But she's becoming quite pessimistic about the the suburb session. Um, she looks back on her outlook that uh, Sky would make an exception as foolish, and she describes that a. Uh, she describes the exception as making an exception for our unique biological circumstances, quote-unquote. 
um, and that it would let them meet the bare minimum of two players, uh, one of space, one of time. Um, which is, uh, I don't know, if you're hanging on at Suburb Lore, here it is. Um, and, uh, we also got the, uh, the bit that, uh, Clappy and her brother were, have been assigned the two master classes. Um, both of which are gender exclusive, which is pretty cringe. So true. Um, but that, uh, Calliope is the most passive class. She is a muse of space. Man, Hussy, <laughs> come on, making the most passive class female only. What are you doing? That's so lame. That's what are you so doing? fucking lame. What are you doing? <laughs> I feel like, like we talked about earlier with the, like, we, we've talked about plenty of fucking times. Um, you know, I, I think Hussey's insen- the, the insensitivity zone that I am, like, I'm still, like, you know, pretty wary of when it comes to Hussey is, like, race-related stuff. Uh, as far as, like, gender goes, like, this is pretty fucking cringe, um, but I think in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, Hussey ain't, I, I don't think he's that bad of a guy when it comes to gender in his, in, in this story. Yeah, wh- um, when, when he came up with this, I don't think he was, like, doing it, like, maliciously. I think he wrote it on paper right. and was like, this is this is cool and neat, and the fans will love it. And and then he put it out there, and everyone hates it. <laughs> yeah, because it's bad, hussy. Yeah. Slap on the back of the wrist for you. <laughs> I'm sure you heard it from plenty of places. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, master classes. Wow, that <laughs> sounds very powerful. But but it's all these great female characters in his story that. F- feature prominently in in the narrative and then just goes back and does some shit like this like come (laughs) on man um but yeah master classes um uh clappy being the muse uh which is the passive master class um but uh because it's a story and composed entirely of cliffhangers um we don't get to know what uh her brother is the is of time man i wonder what that title's gonna be yeah, interesting. Interesting stuff here. Um, and, uh, Clappy leads off here saying, you know, uh, I, I feel a nap coming on. Um, I gotta prepare myself. Um, and, uh, you gotta, fo- you gotta get to safety. Um, so, good luck. Uh, take care. Um, and we, 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 we finally, we get the much-awaited zoom out. And we, we, we go to Calliope, we see her take the little the, the gray troll looking gloves off take we see the dye we see the wig <laughs> and and we see this weird little skull creature the, and that's that's Calliope the fucking Ben Knight <laughs> being there is so funny it's really good that's a really great detail uh but yeah we have this weird little skull creature I love this funny little skull creature yeah i love her um what does this look like what what else in the co- this comic so far does this look like to you i don't think this looks like anything we've seen so far and there are no connections whatsoever to to any large notable thing in the comic any other green skull creatures no 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 nothing like that nothing like that don't don't even know why you would say that i mean Pretty, pretty, <laughs> kind of a fucked up thing to say. Pretty, yeah. pretty unique thing we're seeing right here. 
<laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we are now Calliope. Um, and man, oh man, we get the, we get this room and we got, we, we got a bunch of shit here to, to take a gander at. Um, right away, uh, this, this wall, right away, um, there's, there's so many things, just the gun holster up top, there's all the fucking candy, and, like, all just the raw meat scattered everywhere, um, there's the, the, the till death, uh, manual, also that we will get to, um, in, in, in the, in these expository pages, um, but man, a lot of shit scattered around, um, yeah, uh, we we get to take a look at the artwork on on Calliope's wall. Uh, we see all the the fan art of the Alpha Kids. Um, it, it's cute, I guess. Uh, we 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 see the we see Calliope's troll Sona, uh, Calliope. Um, that's that's the main reason why people call her Calliope is because of Cali. Cali, Cali. Some people just flat out call her Calliope, and I think that's fucked up. Uh, uh, are, 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 is the implication that like that Calliope is like transracial? I feel like is is that the implication there? I don't know if that's. I don't know about that one. I, I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I, I felt I felt weird even saying that. It, it's just like I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I feel like Clappy's a fine name. <laughs> I don't think it's offensive to call her that when her troll name is just her real name drawn out to to fit six six. Yeah. Um. Whatever. I'm sorry. At, at least three more people think I'm an asshole because I said that. <laughs> One was me. Um. Anyway, uh, as we look at the artwork, uh, there is this kind of uh, fascinating detail here. Um, One of the things that she has pinned up with all of her fan art is this this image that apparently has haunted her visions uh, for a long time. Man. Um, It is is this white orb with this little spiral coming off. It's going to plague our visions for a while, too, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. Um, wonder what, wonder what else has come has been a white orb. Can you think of anything that's been a white orb? No, not, not at all. I I could have sworn, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just don't know. Um, we turn our attention to the mess on the on the floor. Um. All that, all that meat and candy everywhere. Uh, all those delicious snacks. Um, I want to give a big old CinemaSins ding to where they're getting this like raw steak. Um, hmm. <laughs> and the Jujubees. Uh, what do you think about Jujubees? What do I think about them? Yeah, what do you, they're, they're candy. What do you think about them? Hold on. Do you like them? Hold on. Let me let me Google them real quick to see what they look like. Have you not had Jujubees before? I, I probably have. I I think I have like once. Is there anything they're comparable to? Um, not really. They're like they're definitely they're like they definitely ride 
the line and challenge like what you can find as a hard candy and a soft candy. Um, they're really chewy, and if you like, and if you have a box that's been opened for more than a day, they get kind of hard. Okay. Um, but they taste good. Um, they. I think the defining factor is the chewiness along with the flavor. Um, I think they're a very based candy. I'm a big fan of Jujubees. Um, I would suggest picking them up if you ever see them in a... You can buy them at, like, a Rite Aid. I feel like they're only sold at, like, Rite Aid. <laughs> um, it's that kind of candy. Uh, but I would definitely recommend them. And uh, make sure you get the Jujubees and not the vastly inferior Juji fruits. Okay. Noted. <laughs> Juju Beast, no. But uh, yeah, we, there's all all these delicious snacks scattered everywhere. Um, which uh, Calliopea, uh, Psyllodexes, uh, what's the what's the verb of that? Um, capture logs, capture logs. Um, and it goes into her Psyllodex, which uh, we we learn is apparently uh, a the Juju modus, um, where anything that uh, she picks up, only her brother can can retrieve and vice versa um there's the the special stardust um which is apparently just like cereal for cherubs i guess <laughs> i don't know what to say about this it's glitter um she checks her inventory uh the, her her side of the modus that you can retrieve is just a bunch of uh horrible death threat notes from her brother with a, a similar bunch of uh, poorly drawn illustrations, quote unquote, I would struggle to call these illustrations. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um. Yes. Ma- many. Many. Many horrible things said. Um. Uh. Several death threats. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one thing worth putting a put a pin in is the note: "When you die, I will paint everything with your blood, even my words, like this." Uh, <laughs> like this. I do think that one's worth putting a putting a pin in. Anyone talking green in this comic? Hmm. Kanaya. Hmm. Is is, is, is Calliope's brother Kanaya? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um. As we continue the room tour, uh, we we come across uh, Rose's tome from the intermission. Christ Almighty, how did that get here? <laughs> Jesus, yeah, wow, what the fuck? Um, yeah, uh, it is. It appears to be the the self same book. It has the penis Ouija page in it, um, th- which uh, which which Calliope uh, muses over and uh, does a little bit of theory crafting on. Um, the, the, I, I don't know how much I like the, the, I, I think it's, like, funny, um, but also, like, I don't know how to feel about, like, the, the, the mockery of theory crafting coming from the story. Um, I don't know whether I'm being, like, too sensitive here or what. But it something rose me a slightly little bit the wrong way about like um there being like a mockery of theory crafting or like trying to frame it as like ridiculous or like trying to pull meaning out of things where meaning isn't there. 
Especially considering uh, how much uh, has gone into, like, detail that comes back later in this comic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it is, like, funny. Um, but, like, I can understand... I, 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 I can deal with it, but I understand why somebody, like, might... I understand why somebody who, like, there was a lot of time to theory crafting might have been upset with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> is is there discourse about this, or was there discourse? I... I... I don't remember there being discourse. I could see there being discourse about it. But at the time, pretty much everyone had accepted the fact that... That Calliope and Yu Yu were, like, caricatures of two different sides of the fandom... So, like, the narrative, like, making fun of theory crafting makes sense in how they are set up as characters. So, I don't think many people were, like, mad about it. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, like, one of those things. Like, like if you're if you're a super fan of Homestuck, you're probably going to do a lot of theory crafting. And if, if Calliope is meant to be a character of super fans... It just seems logical that the narrative would want to poke at it a bit. As a Homestuck super fan, you're a little bit of a pain piggy for meta uh, being mocked in a meta sense. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it's uh, it's funny that uh, that she draws the penis Ouija page as, like, the connection to uh, her brother <laughs> and the way that he draws. Yeah. Um, it... <laughs> some some more big, just, like, you know, I like, deeply ironic textual hints here being dropped of, like, uh, um, how how could he be there? Was, was he already there somehow? Um, how... how who knows? The, the the comic is is straight up writing these hints on the wall, and it's punching us in the face. I'm, with them. I'm not picking up anything. I don't know what it's trying to point out. <laughs> um, but it also does it does point out uh, that Yu uh, Yu uh, prides himself as apparently having red herrings swim through his veins, um, which is the you know, stupid, but like. It's it's fucking Homestuck, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, the other part of the book uh, is that apparently everything referencing Lord English has been censored out uh, by uh, some clownish <laughs> soda drinking asshole um, in in some kind of peculiar indigo ink. I um I I I do. I do like the touch of it being indigo ink, uh, because Equius was a void player and using the void player's blood to mark out information. I think it's good. I like that. Gamsey's trick. Gamsey's trick. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I guess this kind of all but confirms that Gamsey has joined the. The, the entourage of employees of Lord English at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he also apparently censored out all of the information pertaining to him, to, to, to himself, to Gamzee. 
which is really funny. Um, like that anybody like that uh, that anybody would care about the the details that Rose knew about this clown <laughs> douchebag, <laughs> this fucking asshole. Um, very very funny detail. Uh, but yeah, um, the the uh. This does uh, kind of set us up, I think, for a, a very long term because it does confirm that, like, uh, that Rose does obtain, you know, a bunch of information about uh, about Lord English and about um, his his potential weaknesses. Yeah. Two of it been voided out. Um. But yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, book. Um. What else do we have here? Uh, the Till Death Tome. Um, we do not get a look inside this, but apparently it is filled with fan fiction about, uh, Calliope. Um, off, much of it, uh, heavily romantically themed. Um, uh, that, uh, Calliope is just deeply embarrassed of and, uh, <laughs> would hate for anybody to ever crack open. Aw. Man. Uh, and um, pretty much a sorry. good mirror to, uh, well, a pretty blatant mirror to Doc Scratch's version of the book from that Doom timeline that just had panels in it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I wonder what what the inside of this book looks like. I wonder if we'll ever see it. Mm. I'm sure it lo- it'll look wacky if we see it. <laughs> you can't make these jokes. I don't know. <laughs> see, just tell me. Just tell me what's going to happen at this point, you dumb shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, the wand gun. Um, interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> that that sure is a is a is a pure white revolver. Yeah. Um. The 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 pure white revolver, uh, being tied to magic, and then immediately being followed up with your brother's favorite weapon is a little more heavy-handed it's it's, man it's 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 putting all these hints i got nothing this is this is such a thinker um uh let's see um there's the juju chest uh in in terms of things that we actually we actually do not have anything to connect this to unless i am missing something huge uh uh, Calliope opens the juju chest turned away from from our perspective, and she takes a look at her dear sweet juju, uh, and we don't get to take a look at it. Um, this this seems to be some kind of a cherub thing. Um, uh, your brother would love to get your, his grubby claws on it, um, and you would love to get yours on his. Um, so uh, so yeah, some. Some new in, insane MacGuffin introduced here. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm pretty sure that this panel of Clyde looking in the chest was like used as a meme for a lot of things. Um, I remember, I remember getting a lot of use out of this template on the image of Nip Thread. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's continue. Um. We our attention is called to the to the Magnum holster. Um, don't know where we've seen this before. No idea at all. Me neither. Um, 
Attention is finally called to the chain, uh, which is maybe the most blatant hint at the obvious that we've gotten yet. Um, there's the, the Sarswapagus, and the the story is, is finally like, uh, yeah, and both of these characters have the same body, and they fall asleep <laughs> and they wake up as each other. That's so crazy. The way it just drops it, just casually. I mean, like, all the evidence was there. It, it... Man. There it is. You, you glossed over the fact that, like, only... Only one of them can, like, interact with one of the chains. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is a pretty notable thing to keep in mind. Yeah, this is, like, the core thing, is that, um... Uh, this is the mechanism, I guess, that keeps them in, in, in check, is that only one of them, like... Only the one of them can undo the their own... Or can undo, uh... The, the appropriate chain to chain so like calliope uh is tethered by the 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 chain that only her brother can undo and so she can't get over to his side of the room um and and vice versa so he can't go and fuck up her shit uh because she can only take off that check when she wakes up um so yeah the, the important restraint mechanism um i guess to keep Keep an eye on. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, and then we 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 get the we get a we get an even bigger reveal, or is even smaller. It's pretty big. Um. There's a ladder up and out of the up and out of this place. Um. Well, it's kind of like ladders we've seen before, but you know, the ladder's a ladder. Yeah. Um. But uh, Calliope decides, you know, take take a take a six foot radius stroll. In the sun, uh, before this snap, um, because you know this could be this could this could be your last chance. Ominous, terrible. Um, and uh, so she goes up to get some sun, uh, and we we see the 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 fucked up giant, the the red super giant that is her planet star. It's a bit bright out. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Um, she takes a look around, and we. We get the fucking Planet of the Apes reveal. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I was going to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Calliope's on a meteor that seems to have just landed on Earth. Um, and yeah, yeah, it, it's Planet of the Apes. Um, great, great movie. Um, but yeah, uh, shit's fucked. This is... I mean, it's it's not just a meteor. I mean, it's got a, it's got a Skynet logo on it right uh well sperm right. sperm spirograph uh and uh not only that but, but the liberties my god the liberties what the they're fuck? all jpegged up they're all jpegged up uh <laughs> worth noting we we've seen a, a a jpeg liberty before uh specifically in the panel where uh, the Condus is going to fight Alpha Dave and Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, huh? What's going on? What's going on with there? Yeah, this kind of has bleak implications. Um, uh, maybe not that bleak. I don't know. It's like this combined with uh, Calliope having Rose's tome. I think that is that interests me. Um. Because, like, 
Rose's tome somehow ending up here, um, in this future is like kind of fucked. Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess like the as far as like the visual descriptor goes, I I fucking I wrote down. Um, we get the we get the reveal plan of the ape style. And then the panel where, like, it goes, goes out to see all of them. It's, like, Evangelion-style, even. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, yeah, it, like... Th- th- this this reading has some weird implications, I think, for, um... For the grand scheme of Homestuck. Because, like, there's Rose's Tome that ended up in the future, which is not that big of a shock, because, you know, we... I think we kind of knew already that, um that Calliope had some, like, had Rose's documentation, basically. Um, but it just feels so much, like, more real when the re- when you get the reveal that, like, this is, like, post-scratch Earth, like, millions of years in the future. Yeah. Um, and Rose's book has ended up there somehow. Um, also, just, like, a... a a bizarre thing that the cherubim are here, I think. Yeah. How did they get here? Who chained them yeah. who chained them to the wall? Who gave them supplies? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, who set this whole thing up? Um Yeah, this is a really this is this is this is a big open ended thing here. I don't know what else to say about it. Um yeah, the, we've really we're really now on like the the big mysteries afoot here, which is you know, uh, how is Lord English like is how is this the origin story of Lord English? Is this the origin story of Lord English? Is this all big one big red herring? Like, what is the tie here? Yeah, because yeah, because now we know what he is, at least like what his species is, and now it's like setting up for like the fill the void of you know, how does this happen? Yeah. Is is Calliope's brother Lord English? Um, how does how do we get there? Like many questions are many questions have been answered, and many more present themselves. Yeah, this is like this is like my favorite part of the comic. Like this this reveal right here, I I really like this part and like everything after this. Yeah, this like def- this gave me like I don't want to say I, I don't want to like glorify like the older parts uh too much because you know I'm, I'm enjoying all of it um but like this did give me some of like the vibes from early on that i was like shit like where the fuck are we like yeah. what's how is this gonna play out um yeah it's it's pretty fucking tight honestly um yeah and i guess like in a like in a more meta sense like um I'm I'm now a lot more interested to see how the uh, how the UU stuff plays out um, with kind of what English has been characterized so far because some of the stuff we've gotten with him is really interesting, right? We had that whole the whole non political seg- segment at the end of Act <laughs> five, towards the end of Act Five, um, where like we we heard about Lord English as being like uh, as his like mo being like this imperialist conquest where he would like sow uh internal strife and like class resentment like racial resentment among like speech alone the trolls um and that was like a really interesting tidbit and i am i'm 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 
uh, what am I saying here? I think there's a there, part of my concern now is that it's going to be specific to the trolls because if UU is Lord English, which is what which is what things are signs are pointing to, but you know red herrings and all that. Um, it would be really fucking lame if that was all like just specifically meant because Calliope really likes the trolls and he wanted to spite them. That would suck. Um, and I'm scared to like say that because that could very well be what happens. Um, but there's also a lot of potential for it to play out in a more in a in a very interesting way. Uh, with um some more completely uh apolitical uh things to hook into. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess I'll just, that's kind of some of my train of thought here on the table. Yeah. Um. I guess we're also reaching kind of a uh, a a. We're we're running up against the wall here, where everyone else has got to get into the suburb session, and I know it's like a it's a void session and all that, but you know, uh, I would it, it means that there's going to be some more action happening. Um, and not to be a UU style asshole, but I am interested to kind of see like what what that presents itself as. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I was a big fan of this reading for sure. Uh. Hell yes. Me too. Yeah, this was this is this is really sweet. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, shout out to the Dirk is this us? <laughs> um, greatest joke of all time, possibly. <laughs> um, the juju stuff too is really interesting because uh, like you know we got we got the the detail that the 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 two cherubs have um have their their own unique jujus and we know that these have some significance to them but we haven't really like it it has not been enumerated to us yet like what that significance is and like why they're important to them yeah and why it would be such a catastrophe or like if um they got their hands on one of those jujus um and uh and, and same with uh with cal and his significance because uh like this throws <sighs> We know that Cal was part of the 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 solution that created Doc Scratch, right? I have that correct. Yes. Um. So, yes. Very. And, and then Doc Scratch like hatched like an egg and created Lord English. Yes. Um. So the the you you having like this uh ha- having this suspicion superstition towards Cal is is fascinating because. If if we are to believe that uh, UU is Lord English through some convoluted means, um, then he would certainly not want Cal destroyed. Uh, but there, but there, but he's 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 suspicious of it. He's, he's yeah. unsettled by yeah. it. So this is a whole other dimension of, of of things to keep an eye out for. Yeah. And I unfortunately can't say anything. Because this is all, exactly. this is all like deep shit. Where like I, you, you don't know what's going on. I know exactly I, what's going to happen, so I can't say absolutely anything. Correct. Absolutely correct. I know that right now. I am just, I am just getting my thoughts out there, and you cannot say anything. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of where I am right now. Um, yeah, little little hint of AR maybe being maybe getting on too high of a horse thrown in there. Um, yeah. I don't know. 
not not a whole not a whole shitload of um of like other character stuff. Uh, this was this was a villain's day. Um, besides for Calliope, I guess. Uh, but you know, Calliope is really all that was just kind of in service of the big villain. Um, so yeah, big big villain's day here. Um, but yeah, great reading all in all. This was this was pretty awesome. How and that reveal was just is just sick. Yeah. Uh, you have anything else to say about this that uh you can say without spoilers? Um. Let me let me flip through my notes. Uh. Yeah, I don't think there's much I could say. I mean, I liked it. Like like I said, this is like favorite part of Homestuck stuff that we're getting into. Uh. Great stuff. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Um, well, I don't, I don't have much else here on the table for today. Um, but uh, so, would you like to uh, to 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 take us to the close here? Shall Shall we start wrapping up? Sure. Uh, doing our ritual. Sure, we can, we can do that. Awesome. Well, uh, dear listeners, you have been listening to a Homestuck podcast. I am your your co host Aiden. I'm your co host John. Uh, John, would you like to shout out our patrons today? Do we do patrons first or pages first? <laughs> uh, I think I, I I think I think patrons first is fine. I I feel like it was I have been feeling like it's most natural to go straight from that to patron shout out. Oh, now that you mentioned, I don't know. Man, we <laughs> All right, what are our what are what are, what are our pages for today? You asshole. All right. Uh, that was uncalled for. I'm sorry. We have a. A huge, huge treat for next week. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm 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 like very excited for for next week's episode. Our page range is fifty one thirty seven to fifty two sixty two. As you can see, we get another character select like like immediately. That's the next command. Uh, mm-hmm. but oh boy, I am so excited for next week. We get some very good flashes that I absolutely adore. Uh, and it's the Excellent. it's the end of the act. So, well, the act act. Oh no! Oh, we're <sighs> this episode recording is forty eight, isn't it? This is forty eight. This is forty eight. Next 49. week's forty nine, and the next week is open bound, baby. <laughs> oh, Christ Almighty! Oh, jeez. Well, um, I guess that this is a great time for us to talk about for us to to shout out the people who are paying us money. <laughs> Uh, to subject her, who are going to be paying us money to subject yourself to open bound very shortly. Uh, so why don't you take it? Why don't you go ahead and do that? All right. Uh, shout out to the to, to, to the Golden Five: uh, Simon Martins, Corin, Aubrey W, Ina E, and Darsh. Goated. Thank you for giving us money. Uh, we're we're coming up on the 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 one hundred and forty four dollar charge to to keep the, the the SoundCloud up next month. So. <laughs> thanks for your thanks for your support so that we can do that without killing our wallets epic shit guys goaded um thank you to all of our other listeners as well uh i again you know i do not give a shit if you give us money or not it's it rocks that you listen to us at all uh fucking tight um shout out to alex uh our beautiful wonderful editor um greatest greatest guy of all time uh shout out to him for doing the editing and the art um 
And uh, you can catch us again, uh, same time, same place, uh, with pages 5137 through 5262 as we finish up Act 6, Act 3. Let's go! I think that's where we're at. I think, right. I think so. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Yeah, okay. All right, see you guys next week. <laughs>